Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Asian New Yorker Things, where we talk about anime, manga, Asian culture, sports slash fitness, pretty much anything you guys can think of. Uh, my name is Anthony, one of the hosts of Asian New York Things, and we have our other host, Timothy or Tim of yeah. Asian New York. What's up, Things. guys? Yo, Tim, it's man. Tim. Yo, it's, it's your guy, Tim. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> My name is Tim. I mean, everyone's, everyone's, everyone knows about me from last week, bro. So uh, mm, how about we get into, do you want to introduce today's topic? Yeah, sure. Um, so today is going to be really controversial, actually. I'm really, really hyped for this. Um, today we'll be talking about God and Christianity. Man, this is going to be probably going to be a really big topic right here. Oh, Yo, yeah. Tim, man, how do you feel about this topic? Oh, well, I mean... You know, as a believer since um since like okay. I don't know, early elementary school. Um, elementary school, wow. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to recount, but yeah, it's been since like probably late elementary school. But yeah, it's something that it's a topic that I think has many um has many, you know, interesting conversations that can be held. Um, you know, especially you know, there are a lot of different um, denominations, distinct um, perspectives. Yeah. So this is something that I'm really excited to get into. What about you? Yeah, um, thank you for that uh, That background of, of um, mentioning that you were a Christian since elementary school or uh, elementary. Yeah, um, for me, I, um, I've been a Christian since um, I think... I would say around 2016, I would say, but then, uh, but then I was baptized in 2017 uh, or 18. I don't remember anymore, but I know it was like Christmas service. So that's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I think uh, before like going on, um, I just wanted to um, just kind of remind you guys that like me and me and Timothy were actually, uh, we're actually Christians. Um, even though we don't go to the same church and we probably have like different, um, uh, different approach to Christianity there. Uh, we do believe in uh, the same God. We do believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Uh, we believe that he died on the cross for all our sins. And on the third day, he rose again from the dead. And we do believe in the Father and the Holy Spirit as well. Um, so I think the question I have now is like, um, even though like Christianity is like, I guess it's, it is one of the biggest religion now out there like why is it um i guess timothy let me get your opinion like why is it considered like one of the most um i guess hated religion like i'm not sure if you agree with me with that part uh i could i could see where you're getting by like the word hated you know Mm -hmm. um there i think like the biggest association that we make with like christianity is like hypocrisy right hypocrisy the biggest Mm -hmm. subject yeah um like it could be like the most simple of things would be like, oh, how can you preach about like, you know, not blaspheming, blaspheming like the word or like, uh, blaspheming God, but you yet yeah, you still yeah. use like, you know, curses all the time. You're still using like vulgar behavior. Um, I think that's why it's like so centered in like hate per se. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then like if you look at it like, in a modern perspective, um, or like say like you know uh like white supremacy and that such and how can like you know you be like imploring that you know god be and jesus be a savior to all and who is and proclaim that jesus is someone who opposes oppression and opposes the people who are held down and restricted like how can you know having slaves and that you know be go hand in hand right so i think Mm -hmm. that is probably why hypocrisy is probably why you know you could say like christianity is like the most controversial or most like hated religion i guess out there if yeah so hypocrisy yeah i think um even when i like me personal in my life like even when i tell someone like i'm a christian and all i think some people they i don't know if they doubt my faith i think they doubt my practices just because they think that like everything i'm doing is just like all backward from like what the bible says like it's kind of like what you said like how can you say how can you preach this when you do the opposite like i think um that's something that even like 
even for most Christians, like we sh- like um, struggle with that. Um, I like how you brought up on like white, like um, it kind of dates back to like white supremacy, and like how like um, how can a God who's so good, like allow like slaves to have to um exist, and how can a loving God allow like these people to get oppressed like this um this badly and horrendously. Um, I think I heard um I hear from people that say that. Um, me personally, I, I know someone who in my life said that like uh, she thinks that uh, Christianity is like it's like a white people's religion. She said like she said like oh yeah, there's like slaves involved and like and like oh like I bet like God allows these people to happen like allow slavery to happen out of love and all that stuff. And um, I think that's a huge huge misconception right there because um, um I, I apologize to you guys this might get a little bit theological um uh feel free to um always uh disagree with us um we're we're, we're okay with disagreements um yeah we're we're open to it yeah if you guys mm-hmm. want to you know send us any feedback you know over um i don't know spotify or whatever platform yeah we're we're mm-hmm. down to ask answer any questions yeah um even um the Bible, like it does mention, like there were like slaves back in, like like in the book of Exodus, but then, but it's not like God allowed uh, slavery to happen. Well, there were there were slaves in the Bible, but and even though it lasted for four hundred years, yet God still um allowed these um God did not end it right there. He uh, he sent uh Mos- Moses to uh to um free these people um. That's why the book of Exodus is called Exodus. Um, Exodus means to exit. So uh, Moses, uh, he, um, yeah, he freed the slaves and bring them to the promised land. Um, I think one, I, I will, um, so I'm going to shift the topic a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about uh, more about our faith. That's fine with you, Timothy. Oh, like our yeah, faith yeah. and like like how we met uh how we uh all like why we believe in christianity and why we believe in god i think this this might clear up some confusions that people have about christianity or like what people think about christianity if that's fine with you yeah yeah i'm totally down um mm-hmm. so my walk has always been like teetering i think you know like as i said earlier well yeah i think I think I probably confused the audience and Anthony probably like I've been going to church since like elementary school, but I, I wouldn't say I'm a believer since until like probably like early high school, like maybe like freshman, sophomore year. Um, so yeah, like I've always been brought up like as a Christian early in my life, like my parents got uh, connected to a couple of friends and then we just started all going to church to the same church wow. mm-hmm. and that's pretty much been like the case throughout um and it was church was kind of like just like you know how it always is right like a social gathering mm-hmm. like yeah we use it as a place to you know meet other people um you know it's a convenient play convenient time and space you know to meet people to grab food um and i think that's something that i've always kind of associated church being um, just as a you know a social gathering place but then it wasn't until like my freshman sophomore year high school that it, like it was like really I was really like down in the dumps because like it was a it was a hard transition to like high school because um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar but I went to Francis Lewis High School and that school is like has over 5,000 kids and it's quite like overwhelming and it gets like you know very lonely i guess in a way and i think in those times it was hard like for me to fit in and i was thinking like oh like maybe like i felt like i just wasn't like growing um throughout Mm. those years like i was kind of just like stuck in the same place like hanging out with the same people doing more or less the same things and then it wasn't until like i was like going to like a christian fellowship and like i started like hanging out with like in a christian fellowship at like school and that's like where i really got to know like oh shoot like there are people who are like you know growing in so many ways like they were like becoming leaders you know they were you know becoming like worship leaders or like they were 
becoming small group leaders, they're leading Bible studies. I was like, oh man, I haven't really like done anything. I haven't really like stepped up at all. And I realized like, hmm, like what is like really even like the point of yeah. me being there? Yeah. Uh, like why am I, why am I just like doing this, but not really doing anything at the same time? So I think that's like really when I really try to like settle in and really just like talk and try to listen to God and like see like, like where like he envisions me in being and like that's really when my faith like started to grow and I started to really have like genuine and like deeper conversations with people that I was like getting to know and yeah ultimately that you know uh, helped me come to faith and getting baptized in like I think it was 17 or 18 so it's like same year as like Anthony and that's really how my walk came about it's not being too um it's nothing too interesting i know there's a lot more juicy stories but um that's more or less what happened for me yeah thank you tim um so if i was if i'm correct um you were born in a christian family but even though you were born in christian family you still um you still kind of like having trouble grasping like what it feels like to feel christ in your like as your lord and savior Uh, yeah mm -hmm. pretty much still confused Um, on like uh, what it means to be a christian i assume mm-hmm. yeah i mean like mm. I, my parents didn't start going until like i was like eight or nine years old so eight i wasn't like old. born wow. into a christian family mm-hmm. it was like raised into one we mm-hmm. all kind of went at the same time yeah yeah um thank you for that st- uh sharing actually um yeah there are some people in this world where like they uh they just go to church like early on when they're a kid but like they didn't really know like what was going on even though their family was a christian they, they probably know everything about the bible like yet like still they like i think for the kids for the kids point of view like they're not sure like what was going on um this kind of like relates back to um to uh david so actually um he if, if i'm correct um uh, he said that he was a he grew up in a christian household actually that his um uh, his dad was a pastor i i believe and like yet like yet there was still like a lot of things that like that kind of confused david and and like yeah i think things happened to him like later on though um yeah um not 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 trying to like, hate on his family or anything just like mentioning how like 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 the connection right there like how people they grow up in the christian household but yet like yet still like they don't um they still can't figure out that that reason on, like why yeah. they can't believe in god it's a yeah. it's a lot of pressure being a pk i know we all probably Mm -hmm. have friends who are and it's definitely a lot of pressure and i know like many like close like friends who are like pastors like so pk for anyone who's listening it refers to a pastor's kid Mm -hmm. and yeah um yeah so i know a couple who are like you know they it was like very it, it was a lot of pressure on them and they uh, like eventually like distanced themselves away because of like you know expectations that may not be like direct but you mm-hmm. can see it all in like everyone's eyes like they have to like you know behave in a certain way they have to like you know understand certain things they have to you know do certain things that uh well they don't have to but like it's like it feels like you know there's like there's this mounting like i don't know there's this mounting yeah. like weight on their shoulders to live up to expectations and it's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's i heard um, yeah i heard like people like who grew up in a christian household like they feel like it's like they've been like wired like hardwired to like to do this to show this to do that otherwise you're not you don't otherwise you're not like a good christian whatsoever yeah i um i, I came across like many people's testimonies like a lot of it goes something like that, like, oh, if you don't do this, then you're not, you know, you, you didn't improve yourself enough as a Christian. Yeah, um, I think that's uh, that's something that's really um, tough on people who grew up in Christian households, and sometimes it's fair, sometimes it's unfair. Uh, circumstances always happen. Um, but I, I want to now transition into, like, um, I guess my my short testimony on like how uh, how i met christ and like why i believe in jesus um so um for me per uh, in, in my life uh so i did not grow up in a christian household at all uh my parent 
my parents were uh orig- originally lived in China. Um, uh, they live in, I think, Taishan. Yeah, Taishan, and so then like they, they um they immigrated here for to the U.S. for a better life. They came here with nothing. They um they they want to come here so that uh so when they give so when they have children, me and my oldest sister, like so then like we can like I guess like live that live the American culture life and to have the, the the flexible the the um the freedom and the flexibility that that we can um uh, take take into um but even even when my parents did immigrate to the US um they still uh had that uh that uh that Buddhist tradition that's still um that's still within their I guess in I guess their practices in a way um, I don't know how um how strict are they with with a Buddhism Buddhism <laughs> Buddhism yeah I I apologize guys for any Buddhists out there um I not me too but yeah um my parent I don't know how strict are, are my parents are with that but I know for sure they're really really traditional like like Chinese like you like in Chinese New Year like they're they're going to have the the, the offerings ready they're going to have incense ready. Like they're gonna have all 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 the stuff ready but yeah um i think for me growing up as um i guess in a buddhist like household like i didn't really know for myself like why why my parents were buddhist like i didn't know what was the meaning behind it i, I know my parents like all they always try and get me to like um to like uh, oh, bow down times, yeah yeah bow touch the incense bow down three times uh, i'm not sure what the significance of three times is but but yeah um they try to get me to bow like three times and all and it seems like it's always mandatory for me to do it like if i don't do it then like i'm not like a behaved child or something like that oh uh, that's that that's what I, I went through when i was a child like, and even even um even though i grew up in the booze like uh household as well um still like i didn't really know what was um i guess the meaning of life was like yeah i i did went to school and all that but yeah i did like you know all my work but yeah i didn't really know like why i was like doing it you can say everything just felt like i, I feel like i was just meandering through life i didn't really know like um like if is, is this right the right path or is it the wrong path or am i like like do i have to like start over whatsoever but yeah um i think it was oh um i think i started going to church around like 2000 i'm just gonna give it a rough estimate um 2014 2015 um there was there was, there was like a whole story um on like how i got invited to church and all but yeah i i but yeah um 2014 2015 that's why i've been invited to church um, I met the community, the church community. I met the pastor. I met every, pretty much. I met like everyone there. Um, like everyone that I know to that today is are like pretty much the same people are in the past, and but there have been like new people, newcomers as well for sure, um, over the years. But I, yeah, church was. I think church was, pro- possibly pretty cool actually, just because um. The food was good. The community was good. The way they praised you, like, you know, worship songs were good. Um, I think the practices were good, too. Um, I didn't really know what was going, even though I didn't know what was going on. I think, like, the funny thing is, like, well, I don't know if this is funny, but I just, like, stay in church. Like, every single uh, Sunday, I, like, I would stay in church, like, no matter what. I don't know if it's because, like, I don't have enough, like, a lot so, of like, friends right now. o'clock and such, <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah i would i would like stay in church like all the time like i just i don't know what was the i didn't have like internal like reason for it i just like stay you know and like i and i continue to like being exposed to like worships and um being exposed to uh, sermons exposed to um bible uh studies and like i just like partake in all that um i think the reason why i accepted jesus finally and um, well, I say I accepted Jesus in 2016, but the reason why I've been ba- baptized in 2017 or 18, I think the reason why I, um, I, I, I want to believe in Christ in general was because, um, I felt that I wasn't really, um, getting anywhere in life. I was just, like I said before, I was just going through life meanderously. I didn't really know what, um, I didn't really know, uh, what was, what, like, what's going to happen in the future. Like, I felt that I need, like, guidance to uh, get there to um help me find my way as well um 
Yeah, but I think that's the one reason why I met uh, that I believe in Jesus Christ is because I felt that personally for me, like without Jesus, I feel like my life would be pretty much meaningless, actually. Um, but yeah, um, I guess that's my uh, short short testimony, I guess you guys can say, on like how, on, like why I believe in Jesus, even though I grew up in a Buddhist like uh, household, like but yet like for me personally like i i do consider myself as a christian as a person who believes in jesus as my lord and savior yeah no, no that's that's great man i mm -hmm. mean like if you're staying that that to church at church till like 8, 8 p.m or like 9 p.m that's when you know like you just need god you need christ and that's like you're actually uh, i know staying, like huh? yeah i've been staying in church since, like all the way till 8 to 9 p.m actually that's surprisingly yeah you just like do it's like you just hang out with others or it's like bible study or like... um i think it's a mix actually sometimes it's a mix of social gatherings sometimes it's a mix of um bible studies or, or like and worships so yeah you can say it's a mix of that that's hmm. true you you don't live too far from your where your church is, right? Oh no, actually, I'm yeah. actually like three minutes away from it. Yeah, that's, so that's to give some context. Probably, I don't. Know, it's not like he's traveling at nine p.m. on a train to take like an hour commute. <laughs> yeah, actually, so, that's something I'm blessed with. But who knows? That can all change in the future. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, thanks. Thank you for sharing. Um, I think. What I really liked about your story has to be like, <laughs> you know, those accounts where you said like, yo, I have to stay, I got to stay, <laughs> you know, because I, I feel like I'm meandering in life. The meanders, <laughs> that's it. I can totally attest to that too. Like walking, wandering, um, not really knowing, having any like vision or any like um, kind of like layout or plan. You know, you just take it uh take it where it goes and then you just let christ you know lead you there and i'm glad he's you know helping you grow along the way yeah so um now that we've shared our uh short little testimonies do we do you want to move on to the next segment yeah sure um i guess um the next question i have um i guess for both of us is like what are some um or some things that uh, that atheists uh, can know about about Jesus, like what, or maybe not just atheists, but people like me, like who grew up in like a different like religion household, like what did what should they know about Jesus? Oh, that's a that's a good one. Well, I think for that question, I usually like to tell people like Jesus is. I think one of the, one of the things that I refer to him as first is like as just a friend, you know, an all loving friend, and someone who embraces like our shortcomings. And I think that's like what sets like um, everything apart, you know. Um, you know, one of the biggest themes and one of the biggest gifts that we have, or like maybe like yeah, the biggest gift is like the grace of God. Mm, yes, the grace you know, of God. Yes. Yeah, and having to sacrifice his son, you know, I think that in itself speaks to just the unconditional nature and in the, the loving nature, like the genuine loving nature. Cause I think what we, a word that we throw out a lot um, in our world is like love, but the context of those kinds of love, it's just, um, it's just nothing compared. Right. And we obviously have the four, or f I forget how many different loves, <laughs> the terms there are, but like, you know, the one that um, defines God's love is God, is agape, right? That, that unconditional love. And I think that is something that sets ourselves apart because, you know, in our world, whether it be like for atheists or like even like Buddhist, Buddhism, Hinduism, um, there's always something that you have to pay for. But mm -hmm. in Christianity, for who we believe in Jesus Christ, everything was given to us, not because of ourselves, but only because of his grace. Like I what you mentioned. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, thank you, Tim. Uh, I like what you mentioned about earlier about the grace of God. I think that's what sets apart from different religion and, and different uh, 
yeah, different god or well, different gods or different religions out there, just because um, the grace of God is not something that something that we we can't give more than what the grace of God. Well, we can't give more than what God can give to us. You know, the grace of God is always sufficient for our salvation. It's not something that we that we can do. It's, there's nothing that's that's making us feel qualified to feel like we have to do something or give something to um, offset that payment. There's just nothing like that. I think um, not, I'm not trying to offend other people's religion out there. I apologize to you guys out there. Um, I feel like for most religions, there's always a transactional kind of religion out there. Like there's always some kind of um, payment, like you said before, like a payment you have to give, like an offering you have to give. Like otherwise, like you're not considered like a true, like obedient. Like I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, like an obedient person, or you're not known as a good person. I think that's what. I think that's what like most religions they have in common. To be honest, um, yeah, I, I think that's that's why um that's why I study. That's what I notice as well. Yeah, um, I guess like maybe you could give us some context to like like being in a Buddhist family. Like, how do you see that transactional kind of? I know, like obviously, there's like those um acts like whenever you know on those days yeah you to, like abide by you know yeah i don't i don't want to get into the whole details of it just because i can't remember at the top of my head but i know um in regard to um like like my childhood like and like regarding to like um like chinese new year like they say like like if you don't if you don't bow if you don't bow down to like the offerings like like the fat chicken or or the incense like then like you're not like considered like an obedient person you're not like a good person like it's like you have to do that in order to like prove that that you are a good person and all that's that's like the big i guess that's like the surface sort of like what i what you know i experience mm-hmm. um what do you think what do you think um timothy like let's say if um let's say like uh, like a monk or some or like your family say like if you don't bow down to this incense or like you don't well you don't bow the incense you don't bow to the offerings you're not a good person like how would you feel about that um i think it's just like i think the like contemporary word would be to call it like it's probably like extra you know it's like everything is so extra like why why this why that like where's like the criteria like who who is putting out these like lines that you know like not to offend anyone but like if you have to like pray you know at lunch and dinner breakfast a certain hours mm-hmm. it's like i mean like what is that amounting to it would just feel it would just feel mundane and like i think something that a word that we always throw around is like it would feel like routine it would feel like oh, almost like meaningless mm-hmm. right it wouldn't, it wouldn't feel like there's any value to it if it's something that you do, but you don't really do, you only do for the sake of doing. You don't do it because you think you'll gain anything or you think you'll, or maybe you think you will gain anything, but it's not something that you want to do out of your heart because you desire to do it. It's something that you just do because you want to do it. And I think yeah, that's know. how I would probably feel about it yeah. yeah you know that's interesting because like i don't know how my parents feel about it whenever they have to like when they feel like they have to um battle into like in- incense or like well they have to take an incense bow down or like they have to pray in front of offerings i don't know if it's something that they just i feel like it's something that's already instinctive already because um i heard that in in taishan like it's there's um taishan is full of um it's full of um i um i so what we call guys um what we call these idols idols um referred to like anything that's um that's uh carved anything that's carved or anything that's uh so uh actually timothy help me out with this uh how would you define an idol yeah 
I apologize, well, guys. Well, in the context of what he's talking yeah. about, <laughs> it's the it's like the figures, like the literal figures. Yes, figures, yes. the sculpted. Yeah, um, and Ty- yeah, yeah, yeah. So going back to me, my uh, me, um, Tyson is like full of like, fi- like, uh, figures like like Buddhas and like all these other like like idols. So I think it's something that's been like encrypted in their mind already for all these years. Um, but yeah, I think that's really interesting, like how like there are people out there, like like not just Buddhism, but like any other religion out there. They just like, like they they do it, even though I don't know if it's like mundane to them or not. But they just like they just do it. Like you get what I'm talking about? You're like why every religion has like their own like physical carve or image of i don't know i'm not sure mm, uh, yeah but i guess what i'm trying to get out is like some people they just like bow down to idols they just like bow down to offerings and they, and they just do it like there's no really much like i don't i guess maybe they do have like an agenda but for the most part like like i think like some like the people that i come across in my life they just do it because because they think though they might gain something from it who knows I mean, like religions also have like their own, like they view like kings and queens as like um, like gods and goddesses, right? Oh yeah, true, true, so, true. Yeah, that con- that that um rhetoric, and that kind of like tradition has always been instilled. I can, you just always wonder. I mean, I guess like, I think like human nature it always like calls us to believe that there's like some. I mean, like there's like something that is like controlling something well yeah and like they need like something um to like appease um you know whatever like is going on in the world and i think that's like yeah it's something that's really interesting and it's something that um is unique to human nature but is also can also be like a very distracting and yeah maladaptive thing to do yeah i guess um there's some things like we'll just like i think there's just some things in this world we'll just never know like why some people like they they choose to like believe in a certain religion maybe it could have been since childhood but other than that like who knows we're not it's not it's not my place to like um to uh to to justify like every person yeah Uh, so I guess the next thing I can talk, I want to talk about is, um, I guess like some atheists or like people who believe in different religion who heard about Christianity, they might, they might have questions about, um, like how justice God maybe, like, for example, like one of the questions is like, that I can think of top of my head is like, like if God is so good, like why can't He allow like so many evil things to happen? You know, like if God was so good, why did He allow like the Holocaust to happen? Why did He allow like world War one world War two or like the civil war you know like to all like why does god have to allow all that to happen um so tim like what do you think about that question like like um when people like when people have that question or people complain about it like what like what would you say to them um i think that question is always it's always very difficult but I think what I always like generally trend towards is like, I don't know if it's right, but it's like God always has a plan for us. Mm. And, um, you know, no matter what the context of how bad, you know, stuff has been, um, you know, God is using, um, you know, some of the silver lining, some of the things that, you know, are, you know, good and are, um, you know, salvageable in those moments. And he's making it, work and he's like he's sowing the seeds to make it grow and into something that's better um i know we always use like the pandemic and like coronavirus as like a way to blame you know for our struggles yeah yeah but i think what like makes it so interesting in fact is like he's this time is definitely something it's something that's like set aside for us to you know grow as um, leaders and as christians and i think you know he uses these times um these unfortunate events um in order to facilitate like growth among us like i know like 
if we like trace back like a year uh a year's time for like both of us um to be honest like i don't like it's it's quite a i think it's a big difference and like you know i think a good thing you know honestly is like we this podcast wouldn't be a thing you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's true. had, yeah, had we'll... this time come like because mm-hmm. i think like we had only really grown close like over this year because you know like we were messaging back and forth and then you know you see how well we see how far our, like our relationship has like come and i think yeah those are kind of like testaments to, like a kind of growth and a kind of building that god is like placing in our lives you know despite all mm-hmm. the mishaps that we see every single day yeah you know? um i think the way how i would answer this question is like I think I would just um, clear up like some misunderstandings first. Like, yes, like God is good, but it doesn't mean that he just, it doesn't mean that he'll just like give us whatever we want. Um, a brother in my church always says this, like, like God is not our magical genie in the bottle. He's not just going to keep giving us like what we, he's not just going to keep giving us what we want to hear and what we need to hear. Well, uh, sorry, I take that back. Um, He's not always going to give us what we want to hear or what we like want to like, or like he's not just going to like give just good things as well. He he's going to allow bad things to happen as well. Um, I think it's mainly particularly because um, like humans like I this is just my opinion, but I I believe humans have free will. Like like God gave us free will, and like because of free will, we we have the option of doing good things or bad things. But it doesn't mean that just because we had the option of doing bad thing doesn't mean we blame God for giving us free will. Like if that's making sense, like I think um free will that the beauty of free will is like for um for us to um for us to experience um God's grace and like to experience the goodness of God. Although that might be really hard for some of you guys to to understand. Like I, it, it is um it is understandable to like why why you guys might think that way. So um yeah, I think uh, free will is one of the cause. I mean, well, I wouldn't say one of the cause, but like hu- like humans, they they decide to do something bad, and then that's why um we have like evil in this world. Um, I guess, and like my second point, I would say is because um, I think God's like testing us like all the time. He's testing us all the time. Like, I guess like when I say God's testing us like all the time, I don't mean that like he's like he's just he's not like. like assessing on like how much we know and all that and like just like how academics like you know we're tested to see like how much we can memorize and all that stuff i don't think that that's not the type of testing i'm I'm talking about referring to i'm talking about like how like 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 um god like testing our i guess our like faith or endurance like how much can we like rely on him or like how much can we trust him like i think um for like I think ironically, like some people or or most people would not be, would not been Christian if if God didn't not allow evil things to happen. Sometimes bad things need to happen so people will so people will um opt to turn to Christ for for help. Actually, um I think that's one of the the reason as well. Like like God has to allow um, bad things to happen so that people can rely on Christ. Um, yeah, that's one way how we can answer this question though. Uh, what do you think about it timothy about the about what i just said before um yeah i think we've seen like evidence of that throughout the bible right like Mm -hmm. oh whether it be like bad things happen to bad people or bad things happen to good people you know obviously all the mishaps and all everything that happened with job um and his growth afterwards or we could also look towards like saul and his um you know, conversion after being blinded by Christ um, and then being used as like a leader and a, a, a speaker um, to the Gentiles. Um, I do, uh, I do think, yeah, I definitely support what you said um, in that, in that like kind of um, deemed that like, you know, God, he, he makes good things out, out of, you know, stuff bad that happens and yeah um i i totally i totally agree yeah i think um also like i think this question like what if god is so good like why does he allow like all these like atrocities that happen like for example for example like back then like the holocaust like that was so like that's really unjust 
and like slavery as well, right? Like a lot, you know, a lot of people were like put like whipped to death. I think the way how it, if an atheist or people with different religion to like ask me this question, I think the way how I can answer this is like, I think the reason why God allowed to happen is it's not because like God enjoys them dying, but that it's because He wants like people to understand like future generations like us to understand years later that like that like that kind of behavior that kind of act is wrong like this 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 is not right actually like you see this like i think god like when we when we're in history class when we learn about the holocaust and slavery like i think like that's like another way of like god like showing us that like this is this is like this is immoral like this is unjust like don't ever like attempt this I think that's um, the reason why God allow bad things to happen, so that we can acknowledge that like that is bad, so that we don't, so that we don't do it. Yeah. yeah um, God. God, mm-hmm. God has intentions in everything, and mm-hmm. while I'm not saying that God, you know, mm-hmm. He specifically um, made the Holocaust happen, mm-hmm. or like He yeah. made like slavery happen, it like traces back to what you said about like our free will and our weakness and like sin and we see like that traced all throughout history but i think god always and what i said like about the intention thing like he always has reminders and he always has lessons that are to be learned in each and every single you know event of our lives and i think we're seeing that play out like this entire year right Mm -hmm. once again so yeah yeah, I think um, I think some atheists or some um, people with different religion they might still have a question regarding to the to the to the victims that die. Like honestly, like I really don't know in my in my personal opinion. Like I don't know, like I don't know why they had to die. I think um, the question the question that that I uh, that I mentioned for this question of if God's so good, why He allow evil things to happen? Uh, one way how I could also answer this is like. Sometimes we just don't know, like, like, like what you said earlier, Tim. Like, yeah. God, like, has mm-hmm. a, like, he has a plan. Like, I'm not saying it like in with, I'm not like gaslighting his depth. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Not like gaslighting or like I'm not saying it like out of context, but not not trying to like sing out of context or not saying like their yeah. lives don't matter. Uh-huh. Like God just like he, like God he has his own way. Like I think a lot of times, um, I just want to say this as as well. I think a lot of times we. We treat God as like, as like a finite creature as well, just like us. Yeah. We we think that like God is just like uh, like, and deep down we think that like oh God like thinks the same way or like He has yeah. like this like similar mindset to us. But the thing is, if God is God, He He's divine. Like He ha- and He's perfect. Like I'm pretty sure like His way is like it's going to be a lot more different than like a yeah. lot the majority of what the world thinks. Like I'm really sure. It's, it's just like the weakness of ourselves mm-hmm. and then our, our human nature and like mm-hmm. how we always question everything and then desiring that power to be all knowing but we yeah we know like the divinity of god which you mentioned um it really um highlights you know you know our weakness and why you know we should be humble in our mouths and our minds mm-hmm. um you know despite you know, whatever we may think, there's always something that transcends us. And there's always something that while it may look bad and maybe it is bad in hindsight, God has something in his hands in whatever happened through those. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. um, I think humans in general, um, now that we, um, you know, we're talking about this, I feel like humans, um, uh, in general we just want to be in control of everything maybe not like in maybe not like absolute control but like we want to be in control of like pretty much our personal lives like we want to be in control of you know our family friends finance um our wants we just want to control everything but then like when something something is uh off balance or when something has been tampered with like we we start like having like complaints we start like getting really upset that's where um that's what pretty much what anxiety is. It's when you lose control of a certain thing. And that's when we like feel like threatened or we feel scared, the fight and flight situation. And that's when uh, we start to think like the world is like unfair in like so many different ways. 
yeah i think that's um that's something that uh humans like i think humans over the years like we we face but also like struggle at the same time so yeah i think um this question like the way we can rest this question is like if god is so good why he allows evil things to happen honestly like i i think the answer i, I mean possible answers is that it's just whatever in god's plan like whatever he thinks is right he'll he'll do it and he'll plan on the future plan out in the future and sometimes we may never have an answer at all some some bad things just happen and we just we just don't know some things are just don't make sense yeah Uh Yeah. um i guess like another question that um i guess now that people have like let's say people do be like like decide to be a christian or people have interest to become a christian i guess like some people say like like um like oh like why does god like want us to go to like church why does he want us to read the bible and pray you know all that stuff you know like i think what motivates me to um what motivated me to uh ask this question is because like i think there are some people like they they, they say like i'm interested in becoming a christian but i don't want to go to church i don't want to yeah. pray i don't want to read the bible it sounds it sounds like work you know it sounds like too much for me like you, like mm. you feel like you, you get what i'm trying to say actually tim yeah. yeah no i know what you mean um like i know people who say like you know i'll keep to myself i will i believe in christ but um they'll try to stay away from everything else but i think what um uh, the importance like all those things like prayer and reading and having a community is that because it's like if we think about it like yes we wouldn't need those things if we were perfect if we were strong but the fact of the matter is we're humans and we're of sin and that you know these things only serve to help in growing our relationship like you may Mm -hmm. say yeah you don't need other people you don't need friends you don't need a community to hold yourself accountable but that's it's just not true and like you would like to think that you could be able to you know sustain in your faith without but the fact of the matter is it's it's just it's just really difficult um i don't know i'm not gonna say it's impossible mm-hmm. but yeah i mean like it just shows you know again like maybe kind of that uh that confidence that we have always in ourselves but it's put in the wrong place and i think while you can't look at like prayer and reading and you know kind of mm-hmm. community as like something that is like absolutely like it's a it's a must but it's like it's something that when you really think about it it's like you can't get anywhere without those things you can't get anywhere in your faith without prayer or reading you know and that's Mm -hmm. that's just how it is and i think once again it's one of those things that like you just don't question because you understand while like you know there are a lot of like um optimistic pictures of ourselves and how um we think we could do all these things i mean it's just not true right mm-hmm. um yeah so how do you feel about like when people ever mentioned like all i need is christ and i don't need to be able to do any of these things or any of these yeah yeah um i de- I definitely come across those um type of people like those type of people especially like whether it's like a new believer or Maybe it's like someone who's like interested in becoming a Christian. Um, I think what makes it, um, what makes them refuse to do it is not. I wouldn't say it's because they hate it. I think it's because they're they just can't like visualize themselves. They can't envision themselves doing it. They feel like they feel like it's like another type of like a type of job, uh, like yeah. like a job like you have to yeah. do like or like or it's kind of like a hot like a type of hobby i have to get good at like oh i have to learn how to play the guitar you know it's kind of like that kind of analogy um i think it's something that they're just like not like something they don't like used to seeing or like not used to like being exposed to um even when i was going to church and all that um like no one really taught me like how to read the bible or pray and like 
you know, in worship. Like, I think I said worship time. I'm not sure. Oh, but yeah, no one taught me how to do any of those. Like, I, like I just like, I just see like how other people do around me, and like I just like, and and then like I just try to like imitate that. I guess that's the right term. But yeah, that's just what I do. I just like look at how other people do it, imitate the way how they do it, and like and like see how I go from here on now. But yeah, I do understand like maybe it's like a nerve wrack i would say like oh maybe praying to god sounds kind of creepy or weird it's like you're talking to yourself and like reading the bible it could be tough as well because you don't understand like all the context in the bible and um i think i'm missing one more thing prayer reading or oh, worshiping like worshiping is um kind of strange as well because like everyone's so optimistic but you're like the only one like who's like not really that hype you're just like you're just like standing there or sitting there but yeah i think it's something that we're just not used to honestly like um i think the one one fix i, I wouldn't say like a quick easy fix but i think like a solution to this is like just to have like someone who can like like a christian who's been a veteran christian to like teach that person like like um like not just how to do it but like what's the meaning behind it and like why to do it yeah, yeah yeah it's i think for new believers it's definitely important to establish you know someone that you can trust and someone you're comfortable with to lead you on um because like with anything right like as you call it like i mean it's not a hobby but like you could it definitely has like many aspects and function of a hobby and with any hobby you need to invest time into it you need to really um you know like you wanna you want you have to be able to like want to like do these things and then to put your effort into it. And I think having someone to lead you the right way, um, as like we 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 see of any like hobby, any skill, you know, like I cook, I'm I'm trying to cook, I try to like play sports, basketball. You always need like some sort of mentor or some sort of guidance. You can't start on your own. And that's just the fact of the matter. And that's yeah yeah um thank you for for that like analogy like how like we need like a mentor in our life to teach us yeah um i think mentors are definitely important though but i think it's still a little bit um debatable and like what if they don't like have a mentor or something like that yeah um i don't know i feel like at this point like i say like just just try to speak up you know like you just never like if you know your church for a while you know you've been you know you've been mingling with the community pretty well like i see i feel like it's it shouldn't hurt just to ask you know like like hey like hi pastor or like or hi like um brother whoever or hi sister whoever like can like show me how to do this or how to do that like teach me this and all that yeah i I feel like there shouldn't be it shouldn't hurt just to ask you know that Mm -hmm. yeah um so I guess the question, how we can rest this question on why does God want us to pray, worship, read the Bible? I think it's it's not because God's like adding more, like work, more work for us than usual. Like it's, it's not like God is trying to like tax us out or, you know, leaving us to like a burnout. I think doing all these things, like um, not only it gr- helps us um, supplement our faith, not only helps us grow our faith, but it's another way of giving thanks to God as well, to be honest, like giving thanks to God that like that, um, you know, for his grace and that we don't have to do any works to be saved and that we have an, a mighty God like that, that died, that died for us on um, uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess. Um, yeah. So thank you, Anthony, for you know, sharing your input and carrying on this podcast. Um, I know this is a very deep um, yeah. talk, but yeah, I'm glad we were able to, yeah, exchange on some of those, maybe those questions or those topics that are hard to get into. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys have some, hope you guys gain some insight into, you know, just what we're thinking, you know, as just mm-hmm. two um as just two Christian brothers. And while we know that maybe some of our viewers um, maybe don't share in the same perspective or views, um, all, all we could ask and all we appreciate is, you know, that you just stayed here and, uh, you know, welcomed us and we're, we 
were just willing to listen. And I think that's something that is um, something that we're missing a lot in our society. So yeah, I'm glad you know we're, we're able to have this open talk. And um, yeah, do you have any words for that? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I guess like the one thing I would like to say is like me, me and Tim are not perfect at all. Like just because we're Christians don't mean we're perfect at all. Like I just want to clarify that to all you guys. Like yeah, we're, we're never going to be perfect at all. Like even if we're like been a Christian for like 10 plus years, it's just never going to happen. So yeah, um, I think um, one thing we can do in this podcast can we can we actually pray? And honestly, like we'll we'll out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I okay. think that's that's a great idea. Um, yeah. Um, you want me to go first? That's fine. Uh, yeah, you can go first. Go okay. Ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so this is something called prayer, guys. Um, this is where we um we um bow down our heads, we close our eyes, and we um try and communicate with God. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we th- thank you so much, God. We we thank you for this um fruitful talk. Um, this was a very very deep theological talk um there's so many questions and answers that we're just dying to um dying to know and wish we wish to know god there's just some things in this world that we may never know god god i pray for all the atheists and the people of different religion uh, people who believe in different religion i pray that um you reveal yourself to, to them god pray that um they'll understand uh who you are god understand your son i pray that um they'll have a better understanding of christianity or and, and just help them understand that um, Christianity is not an evil religion, it's not uh, white supremacy, but it's all about um, your Son Jesus Christ, God. Um, without your Son Jesus Christ, we um, we would not be saved at all, and that we will not be um, be able to get to heaven, God, um, and not be able to live this um, this Christian life as well. God, I just pray um, uh, for this pandemic, God. I pray that. Um, all the people that are hurting, heal them, God. Uh, reveal yourself to them. Pray that um, they'll be able to to um, uh, believe in you and to love you and doing their best to um, serve you if possible. And um, just pray that um, uh, that they'll that they'll believe in you one day. And whatever plans you have for us, God, um, whether it's good and bad, um, pray to um, embrace the future and to um, learn to trust in you more, God. Uh, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Lord Heavenly Father, um, we thank you, um, and we just uh, we just praise you that we're able to have this platform. We're able that we're able to have these open conversations, you know, about our faith, about you know the number of topics uh, where people are questioning, you know, why is Christianity so? Uh, why is it so like? volatile like why is there so many questions and why is there so much i guess drama surrounding it but lord um we know that as anthony stated earlier um christianity isn't it's it's all about you know christ and it's all about you know the relationship that we have with your son and we know that despite all you know the differences in opinions and the differences in judgment and how we live our lives, Lord. The only, the only thing that matters is that we live for you, Lord. And uh, we just welcome all our viewers here today, um, as we uh, kind of just shared and kind of opened up our conversations on, you know, some things that they might not have tapped into, whether you know they're atheists or they're maybe practice in our religion, Lord, we just um, ask that, uh, that, you know, despite all things, you give us all um, solidarity amongst one another, Lord, you know, among, amongst the, sh- the struggling times, Lord, all we ask is that we can, you know, just listen to each other and be, um, you know, appreciative and open and understanding of the words and all the differences and all the wonders that you have blessed us with, Lord. Um, so, yeah, so we thank you and we pray this all in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Yeah. All right. so, that, was, that was amazing. That was amazing talk. You. Yeah. Thank you guys for, um, you know, whether that be your first time experiencing prayer, whether you're a Christian yourself, 
Lord, I mean, I'm sorry. I was like in prayer mode almost. I almost said, Lord, we thank you. <laughs> but yeah, we we thank you, Asian New Yorker team that you guys tuned in. Um, so yeah, we'll catch up with you guys next week, same time on Thursday. Um, Anthony, you got any last words for us? No, that'll be that'll be it. Um, yeah, stay tuned for next week's podcast, and uh, we'll t- and we'll be back later yeah peace guys later